Let's talk about it. Let's talk. You are listening to You're Basketball listening to Talk within the Pits of Raw. Yeah, oh, boy! Today, January 5th, 2022, was the first game that Kyrie Irving played for the Nets this season. Now, he came back and had 22 points against the Indiana Pacers on 9 for 17 shooting. But more importantly, the Nets was able to squeak out a 129, a 121 win on Indiana out in Indiana. Now, this game, before we get even get into Kyrie, this game go back to what I said the last time, which was the Nets stars just do not play defense. James Harden, horrible. Kevin Durant, horrible. Kyrie Irving was decent, I guess, because it was his it, it was his first game back. He was decent defensively wise, but this game was horrible. The Nets fell down by as much as 18 points in this game, and actually, even though Kevin Durant led all scores with 39 points, it was Bimmery that was the MVP of this game because when he came in the game. He had turned the game around. I mean, prior to him coming in the game, the Nets allowed Lance Stevenson, who's on a 10-day contract, come in the game and score 20 first-half points. He wound up finishing 30 points, finishing, uh, finishing the game with 30 points. And this makes him bad. All those years that Lance Stevenson has played in the NBA, this was only his second time he's ever scored 30 or more points. I thought, personally, he was going to have a career high in the Nets, but... When they brought Bimri in, he got on Lance Stevenson and Lance kind of slowed down from them. But he was pretty much doing anything he wanted. You know, I'm sitting there watching the game. His first at least four to five shots was wide open. And then once you get a, allow an NBA player just to get these wide open shots, he started, especially a guy like Lance, he started getting his rhythm. He started getting his confidence. He started dancing and showing off. And next you know, he got 30 points. Lance Stevenson could have been a star tonight if Bimbry would have came in and slowed him down. But back to Kyrie, he came in, he missed his first couple shots, and then after a while, looked like he needed to get his legs underneath him. After a while, he started looking like uh, the Kyrie of old, the Kyrie that we know. He had some big shots down the stretch when the Nets was coming back because the Nets was pretty much losing the game. Most of this game, they was losing. They was able to go on a run in the fourth quarter and take the lead in the fourth quarter. And Kyrie was instrumental when they was uh, making a run and coming back. You know, a lot of nice shots, you know, uh, running in transition, stopping, popping. You know, he looked pretty good for a guy. Well, I'm going to say pretty good. He looked good for a guy who hasn't played a game all season. And, and then we got to remember, too, not only has he played all season, 
Kyrie hasn't actually played since what the the first round. No, was that no? That was the second round. Yeah, that was the second round of last year playoffs against the Bucks. That was the last time Kyrie played. So he looked good for someone who had so much time out. But you know, the Nets having him as a part-time player where he's only going to be playing role games. He's not allowed to play in um, any home games because he refuses to get vaccinated. It's going to be very interesting to see how this works out for these guys, man. Because um, I think it throws things off balance. Because while he's not there, that means someone else gets an opportunity to, to get more shots. Then when he comes in, Let's say I'm that somebody. Now all of a sudden I have to take a back seat to this guy. That's kind of awkward. I mean, I even felt that it was awkward that he started. Like he went right in the start. I thought that Steve Nash would pull him, you know, uh, put him in the, you know, put him on the bench and bring him off the bench just, just for this game. I thought Steve Nash would do that. But no, Steve Nash started him as if that man been there all season long. And speaking of Nash. You know, I got a lot of friends that kills Nash, and they say he's not a good coach. And I always defended Nash until tonight. I think Nash did a hor- horrible, horrible coaching job tonight. I really think he did a horrible coach. And the reason why I think that he did a horrible coaching job, because like I said in the last podcast, the Nets stars weren't playing defense. Now, let's look at a guy like James Harden. If you're not playing defense and you're not scoring and you're turning the ball over, you're giving us nothing. I'm wondering why did it take so long for him to put Bembry in? Then I'm wondering, also wondering, why didn't he ever give Bruce Brown or Cam Thomas any playing time? I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't figure that one out. Both players was available as far as I know. Both players did not see the floor. Uh, he went in there with James Jones, gave him some James, James Jackson. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on guys. I, I want to make sure I say this guy's name right. Uh, James Johnson, excuse me. He went in there with James Johnson, gave him some playing time. For what? I don't know. James Johnson plays slow, slows molasses. And the guys... And even gave Patty Mills. That's another guy that I give a lot of credit to. But at the end of the day, Patty hit two big shots when it counted. Two, and they both three-pointed. But Patty had a horrible game. He had a horrible game tonight. In 35 minutes, he gave us six points on two for six shooting. And I'm telling my Patty was missing badly. He was missing badly. And it, he wasn't giving no defense tonight. Patty didn't give no defense tonight. So these guys... That just wasn't given nothing. I just felt that he gave them too much playing time tonight. And I'm like this. If you're trying to win, I'm like, let's work. Let's not give people this rank where they're going to get their minutes regardless. I'm not not into it. Somebody like Kevin Durant, okay, he's a superstar. He's leading the NBA in scoring. All right, we're going to work through it. You know, you're having a bad game. We're going to work with you, Durant. But guys like Patty Mills, you in there, you're not, you're not, you shooting air balls and you ain't defending. Man, you got to come up out of there. And we got to give one of these guys a sitting on a bench a chance. 
And I, and I think that he did a horrible job coaching tonight. Because that was my problem with Steve Nash tonight. He left certain guys in too long. And he didn't give guys an opportunity at all. And it took him too long to bring Bemery in. Steve Nash, newsflash. Bemery, Bruce Brown. Those are your defensive players. Them guys need to see the floor. Especially when your top players aren't scoring and aren't defending. This is how this game could have easily been a blowout. I really thought the Nets was going to lose tonight. Because Indiana was handing them, handing them all night. I was really surprised, man. But Bemery came in. He turned the game around. And, this, and I feel bad for guys like that because his effort will go unnoticed to some teams. But if I'm a GM of a team, I'm looking at Bemery. And I'm going to say, hey, man, I like this guy effort. What's going on with his contract? Or can we get him now? Because I like a guy that, okay, he's not ultimately talented when it comes to uh, scoring. But he can score. He can score. So it's not like he can't score at all. You know, he had 12 points on 5 for 5 shooting. But what I like for him is his energy that he provides on defense. So... Steve Nance gets the opportunity to see this guy play every single day. You get the chance to see this guy play every single day. So if you get a chance to see this guy play every single day, why when you see your team is flat and they're given nothing defensively? The Nets was giving up nothing defensively. It was open shot after open shot. Open shot after open shot. Sabonis. Now, from Indiana. Okay, he's a good guy. I mean, he, you know, he's a good, hard-working guy. But, Lord have mercy, he had his, his third. Tonight, he had his third triple-double on the Nets. The third one. Sabonis finished with uh, 32 points, t uh, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. And this is the third time he had a, uh, a, a triple-double on the Nets. And it's going to be easy for a guy like him to get triple doubles on the Nets. It's going to be easy for a guy like him to be a net killer because the Nets don't have no bigs that hustle like that. They just don't have it. Their bigs and the guys that will be guarding the bonus, he's going to provide way more energy than what they are. He's going to provide way more energy than the Nets bigs. So, in closing, I'm just going to say this. You know, rumor is Sabonis. Uh, who else is supposed to be on the trade? But they say Lavonis and Callis Avert. Supposed to be on the trade, the trading block over there in Indiana. And even Miles Turner. Excuse me, and Miles Turner. They saying that these three are supposed to be on the trade block. The Nets need to clearly make a phone call. And see what they see if there's just a possibility that they can do something and, and possibly get one of these guys, man. You know, I will go with the bonus before I go with Miles Turner because you know Miles Turner he gets into the, the lazy stage too. But you need a high energy guy like Sabonis. This guy's down there. He's banging for rebounds. He's hustling. He's fighting. You know, he him and Lance Stevenson was the only bright spot for Indiana tonight. And if Indiana is looking to rebuild 
and give up their assets and they're looking for some you know some trade pieces uh draft picks things of that nature they're looking for some cap relief if the nets is looking to win a championship now i would definitely go after sabonis and with that i want to thank you for listening to basketball talk with independent rob and whatever podcast excuse me let me rewind and whatever platform you listen to this podcast or hit that subscribe button hit that like button hit that share button see ya this is coach thomas when i'm not watching basketball i'm listening to independent raw basketball talk thank me later my name is daryl and i do a lot of long distance driving and when i'm driving i enjoy listening to basketball talk with independent rob love the content